King Wolf Creative presents Pints and Putts, a podcast for golfers and craft beer lovers. Hosted by Burke Cullinane and Justin Bedard. This is Pints and Putts. What's going on, everybody? Welcome to this week's episode of Pints and Putts. We have the salty golfer with us, and I feel like the best way to describe him is just vibes, just straight up vibes. So, uh, salty, would you mind just introducing yourself? Yeah, uh, Wes Loman down here in Merle's Inlet, South Carolina. I've uh, been doing the salty golfer thing since 2018, and uh, it's just really kind of taken off the last couple of years since we moved here to the coast. And uh, yeah, thanks for having me on, boys. I appreciate it. We appreciate you being with us today, man. Do you mind just giving us a quick background on yourself, uh, you know, how you got into making golf content on Instagram, and then also would love to hear how you got into golf in general? Yeah, sure. So uh, Katie, my wife and I, we owned a company called Old North State Clothing Company, and um, we made nautical type clothing. It had to do with the beach. We made our own patch hats. We did everything by hand. Everything was handmade. And then we got, got into it and realized, man, we are just not as passionate about this as we thought we were going to be. So we we um, we had embroidery machines and all kinds of stuff. And somebody made us an offer on the business and the machines. And it was the right deal. So we sold it all. And then I had this Instagram page. And... I was like, man, I don't want to get rid of this page. It's such a, you know, we've got some good followers here. What can I do? And I was like, well, I love the ocean. I love playing golf. Let's just call it the Salty Golfer. And uh, so I just switched the page over to that. And um, back in the, the, the first of 2018, I made my first sticker. I was rocking a mohawk at the time and the beard. And I, I created a, a clip art, a literally free clip art pasted some sunglasses on a clip art picture of a guy that kind of looked like me and put them on Instagram. I was like, Hey, anybody want to buy these or want these? And they were gone in two hours. So I was, so that kind of like started it. And, um, so then I just took it to the next level and, and, uh, started to, you know, record me being on the course, record what I thought about certain product. Uh, inviting my friends to come play golf with me and, and getting that on uh, on the uh, page. And then I had the opportunity to move to Myrtle Beach, and which is the golf capital of the world. You know, we've uh, down here in Myrtle's Inlet, I live, uh, TPC Myrtle Beach is right behind me, Dustin Johnson's home course. And uh, so um, the Grand Strand is about a 60-mile stretch from Shalote, North Carolina, down to Pawleys Island. South Carolina, and we've got like 84 golf courses in that 60 mile strand. So, like, golf is not a problem down here. And so, I just kind of, no, about a year and a half ago, just started like, hey, if anybody's down here on vacation or on a golf trip, hit me up. I'd love to play with you. And it's just like really taken off like crazy. And yeah, I, I, I'm super stoked and surprised and humbled. At how this has taken off. Like, I, I didn't expect it, but where it's going is absolutely incredible. Just absolutely love it. That's awesome, man. No, I, I, I mean, I absolutely love what you're doing. I think, 
you're making you're making ga- uh, the the game of golf a little more approachable and more cool. I mean, I love the vibe. I'm wearing you know wearing a beach shirt today, fitting for the uh, fitting for the episode. Would love to hear how you kind of got into golf itself and your background with golf. Yeah, so golf's always been in the family. Like we've golf has has been a big part. So my my dad's dad. Um, is a minister. Actually, my dad's a minister too. So like every Monday was their day off and they were on the golf course. And that's how I started. I didn't get super serious about it till. So I played, I played college basketball. I'm six foot eight, 290 pounds. So just six foot. Wow. How big of a dude I am. Dude, you're a foot yeah, taller yeah. than me. So basketball. Yeah. So basketball paid for college and, but back to how it started, golf was always around. So my dad's side of the family, he has three brothers and a sister, and my we call him Pawpaw, my granddad. Every other year, we took a massive family vacation, and it was all based around golf. So we have what we call the Loman Open, and we have our own trophy. We um, The only way you can get into the tournament is you have to marry in or be blood and you have to be 13 years old to start playing in it. We have a trophy that's had a trophy that's, I don't know, two or three feet. If you win, you get your name engraved on the trophy. You get to keep it for that year. And then you got to bring it back to the next family vacation. That's so sweet. that's kind of where and my grandfather, he's passed away now, probably one of the most, one of the best amateur golfers that I've ever got to play with. He was just such a, a good golfer and not like good as like his swing was great or anything like that. He just had the unability. He just had a great ability to will the ball into the hole. Like I've never seen someone be able to take it to someone like my, his, his, he was a fierce competitor. And I think that's where I kind of get mine from. Like I, I want to have a good time and we're going to have a good time when you come play golf with me. But I really want to be the lowest yeah. score on the scorecard too. Always, so, right? You know, it, it's it's yeah, it's it's fun to play, and I love competition. And golf for me is kind of like the last thing I can be competitive in. You know, it's it's a it's a sport you can truly take to the grave, which is so appealing to me. Like I can do this for you know fifty more years to the day I die, really. Uh, so that's golf's always been big in our family, and. Uh, and, of course, I took a hiatus from it while I was, you know, from 12, th- I mean, just recreational from, like, but I was really into basketball and football and, and baseball. In fact, my dad was my high school baseball coach. So, but now that I got back into it probably 10 or 12 years ago, like, it's it's the goal. The next goal is to win a South Carolina Golf Association event. Uh, and then, the, like, the pipe dream is to – is to qualify for the the mid am. Uh, that's yeah. the pipe. Oh yeah. Like I, I would love to qualify for something like that. And uh, but right now, man, we just it's so fun. Like I get DMs daily. Like, hey, we're coming down this weekend. You want to play? I'm like, let's do it. Let's do it. So it's really cool. That's awesome. And what I what I kind of was taking from that, and something we talk about all the time, is this is truly one of the only sports that you can really play up until your older years. What? How old? Do you know how old your grandfather was the last year he played in? You know your tournament there, your open. Oh well, 
the the last time so like oh man he was old like way up into his late 70s and he was what we did because he couldn't swing the club anymore really but what we did is he was the designated putter for someone on each different hole like Love when that. you got to That's the so green cool. he became your putter yeah That's- so i mean and, and i can remember like so i witnessed probably one of the greatest memories with my granddad is I witnessed a hole in one that he had, and I was, I think, 11 or 12 years old. Nice. We were playing this, po- I can't even tell you the name of the golf course. I mean, it was a cow pasture. Just, <laughs> you know, a local muni. I was probably traveling with him for the summer while he was out preaching or whatever. And, you know, he took his golf, his Bible and his golf clubs went everywhere with him. I mean, so that's just, that's just the way it was for him. So we were at this golf course. It was me, my dad, and my granddad. And I'll never forget, he was hitting a orange top flight no orange molitor you guys remember molitor Molitor. golf balls are like bricks like hard as crap so like he used to to hit this little seven yeah he used to hit this little seven wood like off the tee everywhere we're on par three and he hit he hit this seven wood and it didn't get four feet off the ground i mean it was a it was a just a scud and that thing two bounces yeah two bounces one third real big bounce and just rolled in the hole. I said, Papa, I think you just got a hole one. And he just giggled. He said, son, that ball was too low and going too fast. It rolled off the back. And I can still hear him laughing to this day when we walked up to that hole and that orange ball was sitting in. It was, I'll take that to the grave. It was such a good memory. And uh, I shared that with my kids. And, uh, yeah, it's, yeah, so, like, I mean, he's probably the reason I play. I just, I just love golf. And I thank my dad and, and my granddad for showing me the game and, and, and yeah, it's just, that's, that's what it is, man. That's awesome, man. I mean, like golf is such like a, it's a, it's a game that obviously it's a sport and all that stuff, but it's such a relationship game. You know, a lot of the, the conversations that happen for on the sure. golf course, it's all, it's all relationship and there's a lot of memories that are built around this game. And that's something that I like really, really yeah. do appreciate about this game. Yeah, and that's what's so cool like about being down here in, in the Myrtle Beach area is people are on golf trips. Like they're creating memories and the fact that they would DM me and say, "Hey, come be a part of this. Come play one day with us." Like, who am I? Like, I'd love to, but you know, that 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 blows my mind. Like there's a there's a group coming down from uh, New York uh, the end of next month on uh, his bachelor party. And I said, hey, we want you to come play a couple rounds with us. Like, okay, let's do it. Like, <laughs> that's, that's awesome. amazing to me. Like, they would want to include me in that. So I really, I really take that to heart and try to make the experience even more special because, you know what, they don't have to invite me to go do these things with them. It's, it really is about, to me, it's, it's about playing the best golf you can play. It's about, it's about, having this relationship between you, the course and the people you're with. And then when you're done playing, it's about the beers, the, the, the camaraderie, the hang after. And then, you know, it's like, I've been down here two years now. It's starting to cycle again. Like I'm getting repeat players, which is really cool. So yeah, man. Yeah. It's, it's, it's really, I have to step Go ahead. No, 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 no. I mean, keep going if you want to love what you're saying. Yeah, it's just it's just really it's just really cool how I step back all the time. I'm like, God, I cannot believe that this is really 
going down the way it's going down. And, and Instagram has been, you know, there's a lot of negativity and stuff around social media, but Instagram for me, for the, for what I'm using it for has been an absolute banger. I mean, it's helped me meet so many cool people and do things like this. And I did a live Q and a last night with uh, Lance who owns sweet rolls, golf grips. And uh, I mean, just such cool people. I no, get to meet that was, so, that was really cool. I yeah. got to check out some of you guys talking last night and like, it was awesome to hear another like-minded person that is in the industry and, you know, has a company that they're making a great product and, he just wanted to get on and casually, you know, chat golf with you and talk the product. And that's what it's all about. Yeah. So, I mean, I'm going to definitely have to do that again. Cause that, that went really well. Like we'll have to do that with some, maybe you guys can hop on one night. We would love to talk shop and stuff like no, I that. Think that yeah. I think that's really great that you're doing that. Like Instagram live is such a, is such a, a unique and awesome tool that I don't think enough people are taking advantage of. And I think that was really cool. Like just to be able to watch last night. And I think, I mean, I've watched a lot of the stuff on your, on your Instagram since we started, you know, uh, connecting. I've actually, I actually found out, I think I, I'm the one who kind of, you know, does a lot of the Instagram stuff for us. And I think I told you, like I had seen, I had seen your stuff like prior and I've been like looking at your stuff. So it was just cool to connect with you and actually like start a conversation. Yeah, for sure. But isn't, isn't, that, isn't that so cool? Like, I, I found you guys through um, the good golf guys, right? Like, yep. Uh, and that's so it's like it's connection upon connection upon connection upon connection, which is which is really cool. And, and you know, some people you dig, some people you don't. And, you know, the people you dig with, you jive and you have a good time. And, you know, it's there's 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 enough room for everybody out here. It, there really is. This week's segment of Pint Breaker is sponsored by Back East Brewing Company. Brewing, brewing, brewing. <laughs> I'm being his hype man. Back East is an award-winning craft brewery that was founded in 2012 by cousins Tony Karlowitz and Edward Fabricki Jr. The brewery is located in Bloomfield, Connecticut and distributes through Connecticut and Western Massachusetts. Producing over 7,000 barrels of beer last year, Back East is committed to the artistry of crafting beer by blending tradition creativity, and boldness to produce an unmatched selection of local brews. That's how we do it. The tap room features 36 draft lines and a selection of beer to go, so please stop by to enjoy a beer. I remember one time we cracked beers on the patio. We already talked about that. Yeah, we got in trouble for that one, didn't we? (laughs) All right, so today we're drinking Susie Greenberg, uh, which is Back East Mango IPA. Personally, for me, this is one of my favorite beers that Back East brews. Um, coming in at just 5.6% ABV, it is light and refreshing, but it delivers a huge tropical punch right to your taste buds. Yeah, those mango notes are there. Oh, there's it's fruity, fruity, fruity. So it's, it's funny because the first time I actually had this beer was on the golf course. Was it really? Yeah, with Corey. No kidding. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, this is one of those beers that every time I introduce it to someone, they're like, why haven't I had this before? Yeah. You know, it's that light, it's refreshing, you can have a few out in a golf course and it's not going to sit too heavy. It's technically a New England IPA, but it's very much on the light side. I th- Like, looking back on it, like, I think, you know, Heftones, the Hefeweizen, Hefeweizen, I think is, is the correct. Hefeweizen, Hefeweizen, whatever. Uh, I think this would have also been, like, if it wasn't that one that we did with Mark, I think this would have been a good one, too, because it's it doesn't taste like an IPA. This is always kind of one of my go-tos on getting someone 
into IPAs a little bit um, is because I think that it's very fruity uh, without being super bitter. Yep. Yep. Very juicy. Very, very, very fruity. Very tropical, like like you said. And uh, I mean, it says it on the can. Mango. Mango. You know, mango all up. day long. So if you're local to Connecticut, I can't recommend enough going to Back East Tap Room while you're there. Order a Sluzy Susie. Sluzy Susie. Sluzy Susie is Susie Green. Sluzy Susie. What the hell Suze. is that, man? How many of these know. have you had? I had a few. <laughs> Sluzy Susie is Susie Greenberg topped with Back East Blackberry Berliner Weiss. Berliner Weiss, yep, yep, And yep, we've, yep. Had, uh, we've had a few of those. Yep. I think... Okay, so the only times that I've ever actually been to Back East were, were was after golf. Yeah, both, both, both times, times I've, been to back I've only East been with twice you after golf. Yeah, yeah. My experience with Back East is very heavy on the golf thing. I know they're not golfers, but like, it's just it just it's just fitting. It's just fitting. How serendipitous is it that you know now they're a sponsor? Yeah, and I mean they're minutes from two phenomenal golf courses. Yep, 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 yep. Which you know. We're probably going to play again this year. I'm Actually, I never played it. Gillette Ridge. You have not played Gillette yet. Um, Gillette is fun, and I'm looking forward to play it because I haven't played Gillette in probably 12 years. Mm. Anyways, back to the conversation with Salty. Before we get into like really deep, deep thoughts and conversations, there's something I want to sure. do just because you mentioned camaraderie and you mentioned you know having a beer. Um, something, yeah. Pints and Putts is the name of the podcast, so we always... You know, we try and get a, a beer sponsor on the episode, talk about some craft beer and stuff. We are starting, we just started this new segment a couple episodes ago called Pint Breaker. It's basically like an icebreaker, kind of fun game to kind of get to know our guests better. We ask you a few questions, kind of rapid fire. There is like one longer-winded question, but would love to would love to do this with you if you're down. Yeah, hit me up. Let's do it. All right, so first one is going to be, and it can be non-alcoholic, it can be alcoholic, it can be non-beer, liquor, whatever. What is your drink of choice? Sit down at a bar, sit down at a oh, restaurant. What are you ordering? Margarita. Every time. It's, it's, that, mar- it's on the rocks. Yeah. It's, mar- yeah. it's, 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 uh, it's, it's with salt. And uh, hopefully there's a Jimmy Buffett song playing. And <laughs> that's, 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 it's, it's a... Hands down, like I'm pretty sure my blood type is margarita. Uh, we we drink those all the time. Uh, my wife makes a fabulous margarita, and I've seen that summertime. on your Instagram. Um, yeah, and, and in the summertime, uh, we just make pictures of it, and it's just in the fridge. So uh, there's another really cool drink. I, I hate to go off side here, but there's another cool drink that we no, love. No, go, go gonna, for I'm it. Go put, for it. Yeah, so I'll post about it's it's called mermaid water, and uh, it's just um, yeah. I'll send it to you. I don't want to get too into it because I want to do a whole video about it. But it literally looks like a lagoon. That's what the color of the drink looks like, and uh, it's got it's got coconut rum in it and some other good stuff. And and uh, but if it's if it's just you know we're done playing golf and it's hot outside. I love a land shark beer. Uh, that's that's a, that's probably my go-to beer. We keep a bunch of that here in the. But I'm more of a liquor guy. Like I love margaritas, beer. I, I'm already big enough. I feel like beer just bloats the <laughs> hell out of me. So, <laughs> so but yeah, if if, if I, one drink before I die, it's it's gonna be a margarita every time. Love that answer. No, I mean definitely big margarita guys, and and this guy in particular over here, he. 
he's like a tequila guy for sure. So that's that's just dope to hear. Yeah. Do, so do you like have we a, like so. Go, go ahead. ahead. No, no. Go ahead. You're probably gonna say what I was gonna. So ask. we have. Um, so we use like we cook a lot here. I'm sure you've seen it on the Instagram. We we love to cook and and uh, we use uh, slap your mama seasoning a lot and. Sometimes to spice that margarita up, we'll use a little bit of their their spice and mix it with the salt. And, you know, kind of make a spicy. Talking. Yeah, yeah, I love a like a mango margarita. jalapeno margarita. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So uh, shout out, slap your mama if you're listening, because I don't know, mama. I'll probably keep them in business. <laughs> so <laughs> awesome. Uh, next, oh sorry, awesome. Next question is favorite golf club in the bag. Favorite golf club in the bag? Oh, this is tough, and it can vary. Uh, it's true. It's true. I have to say my sim driver right now. That yeah, thing is solid. long and straight. So <laughs> there you I, would, go. I would have to. I would have to say that right now. I, I just built it, put a new shaft in it, played with it a couple of times, and man, that thing is. That's probably that's probably my go-to club right now. Usually my seven iron, but I would say sim right now because it puts me in such good shape off the tee, which is extremely important. Um, I think Very I might know the answer to this next one, but salty or sweet? Oh, salty, salty. <laughs> Without a doubt, you can't say salty. anything else. <laughs> Love That's it. right. You can't, uh, you can't say anything else. No, you can't say anything else. Uh, par three, four, or five. Mm. Par five, because I can usually get a I can usually get a stroke up on the group because I can get home in two a lot of times. So I would say par you, five. You're, you 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 got to be a long hitter, six foot eight. You got to be a long. Yeah, right? I mean I, I I can hit it pretty good, and and you know down here with it, you know the ball flies down here. You know it's the the the, the weather is just right for the ball to just go super far. Now it can get too hot to where the ball doesn't go anywhere, but because the air is so stagnant, but yeah, I mean, I don't know, 285, 290 carry, you know, and sometimes it gets really hard out Damn, here. Yeah. So it'll roll out to, you know, whatever it rolls out. And if I'm, I don't have a really smooth, like my tempo is very, I don't know, chill, I guess you'd like to say, I don't really go at it very hard. So if, I mean, I guess it can go longer if I really swung, you know, for the fences. But Tempo's yeah, I'd important. say par five for sure. Yeah, for sure. Hell yeah. Um, black coffee or cream and sugar? <sighs> cream and sugar, man. Cream and sugar. Okay. Cream, and I tell okay. you, what, it's uh, Buffalo Trace bourbon cream is what I'm into right now. <laughs> okay. Uh, so, <laughs> okay. Yeah. That's that's what we put in our coffee uh, on the weekends and sometimes at night when we're out here in the shop. And uh, but if it's uh, just a normal day, I'm really digging the. Uh, actually, it's no sugar; it's just cream. Uh, the Cold Stone Creamery Creamer right now is really mm-hmm. good. Uh, it's it's nice. uh, something vanilla. I don't. I just know it's really good and sweet and bad for me. And so that's what we're <laughs> drinking right now. Awesome. Uh, tease on par threes. Yes or no? Broken. Okay. Broken tees. Yeah. Yeah. Agreed. And sometimes no. If it's if it's lush, I don't need. Sometimes I'll just throw it down and and I guess it depends on the situation too. 
Somehow yeah, with the boys, need, you, we'll throw it down. And, yeah. If you, need, if you need that little extra, tee it up. Yeah, for sure. Uh, spicy or sour? Ooh. <sighs> spicy. Why? Spicy. Why? Yeah. I don't know. I, I, we love spicy food around here. Likes. So I just... Yeah, this, this we like we like the kick. Gives I, you I, if same, it's spicy, same here, man. it gives you a reason to drink more, right? It's spicy. <laughs> <laughs> Love so yeah, that. spicy. Um, music on the golf course? Yes or no? Say it one more time. I'm sorry. No, that's right. Music on the golf course? Yes or no? Oh, for sure, man. For sure, like. If you're on Spotify, check out the Salty Golfer. I've got an open playlist. Add oh, to snap. It. Okay. Yeah. It's uh, it's called uh, – the playlist is called uh, Sandy Pars and Tiki Bars. That makes sense. Add whatever <laughs> songs you want to. Yeah, it's – the music's the music's always going. I, I think that – I don't know. I don't know why people wouldn't. I don't know. So let me ask – can I jump in here real quick on something? Of course. Me, yeah, this, yeah, yeah. This is, this, is a, this is a question I like to ask people. So – I have always played my best golf, scored my best scores, being super relaxed and chill. When I'm uptight and nervous and so concentrated on a score is when things go wrong. So that's what I'll try to do for people when they come and play. I want it to be super chill, super laid back. If you want to bet, let's bet. We can put some money on it. You can put as much stress on this round as you want to, but I'm going to be super chill about it because that's that's how I play the best golf. Like I just need to just, and I try to. That's a swing thought for me. Is just relax, just relax. Don't mm-hmm. get all uptight. Just you know, just relax. So I have noticed, like back in the day, like I used to just be so concentrated on score, 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 score. Go low, go low, go low, go low, until the point that it just it took away the fun of the game, and I wasn't playing well. So it's funny, Katie, my wife, she carries the bag in some of the events that I play in and stuff like that. And she loves golf. She loves being out and outside and all that. But she doesn't know all of the ins and outs of the game. Like She doesn't know penal- all the penalties and stuff like that. So every once in a while, she- I'll get up tighter or, or she'll- she can sense it. And she'll say something that has absolutely nothing to do with golf. And it'll snap me right back into that. Hey, man, it's a game. Settle down. Let's put a good swing on it and move on. So, yeah, like music to me is very important on the golf course. Uh, I love it. I haven't come across anybody else who doesn't love it. Um, So, yeah. And it's, it's funny, like a lot of the golf courses down here, are putting Bluetooth speakers in their in the carts. carts. Yep. Yeah, nice. We've yeah. seen that. So what, what they, is, that, it's really cool that they're that they're seeing that that it's important to people. So awesome. What is what is the genre of music selection for you on the course? Oh man, or does this it change? Could, it's a range, Jimmy baby. Buffett. It's uh, Jimmy Buffett. He's I mean he's on every playlist <laughs> I've ever had. Um, <laughs> let's see. I love Stick Figure, uh, Slightly Stupid, 
uh, the Dirty Heads. Um, mm-hmm. I don't mm-hmm. do rap much anymore. I used to. I I, I love '90s and early 2000 rap, like Jay Z, Tupac. I love those guys. Um, let's see. I love '70s soft rock. Love okay. '70s soft rock. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yacht rock, I guess, is what you'd call it. Yeah. Um, Grateful Dead is big. It's, it's yeah. playing a lot around here. Uh, it's really cool. So my 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 kids they love music too. And it's so funny. My oldest Layla, she loves seventies and eighties music. So it's just it's so cool. That to is have awesome, a, man. It, it, yeah, it, it's really like. So my my mom was in the music business. So music has always been playing at our house for ever. And uh, so I was, I was led on. Like my dad loved Motown and all that stuff from back in the fifties and sixties. So music has always been very important. And yeah, so I, I don't. There's not one genre that doesn't make the the playlist. Like we're big Kenny Chesney fans too. I don't do a whole lot of country music, but I, I don't know. Kenny Chesney is kind of the Jimmy Buffett of country music. So you know, we let him slide in, yeah. listen to some of his stuff. Speak. Did you say your name was Layla? Layla, yeah. So I've got, I get this. Like I've got Eric, the five Eric Clapton daughters. song. Yeah, I have five daughters, all by the same woman. By the way, everybody always asks that. They're like, yeah, <laughs> are you a blended family? Like, no, they all came out of that woman right there. So that's awesome. Uh, Congratulations. All of our kid, all of our kids, uh, their first names end with A and are after songs. So uh, we have Layla, George. Yeah, Layla, Georgia, Ava. Stella and Olivia. I and, love that uh, man. That's awesome. Yeah, and, and all different genres of music. There's some like there's some Clapton in there. Mm-hmm. There's a there's a band that we used to follow when Katie and I were teenagers called Weekend Excursion, and they had that's that's where um, uh, Olivia comes from, and you know it, yeah. So it's just I don't. Know, we, I guess we put some thought into that. That's what we were. That's all, no, I love babies, that, man. But, I'm, I mean, I'm a music, big yeah. music head myself, so I think that's just awesome. I love music. Cool. Um, okay, uh, next question, if you don't mind. Yeah. You ready? Pineapple on pizza. Yeah. Hell no. No? <laughs> oh, snap. I was not expecting that. <laughs> no. I, I. You know what? I love pineapple, and it has its place in our house, but not on pizza. So, Fair enough. So, what's the toppings of choice? Oh man, I'm a meat lover. It's like just just pack all, all right, the meat. Yeah, man. yeah. yeah I like, just don't screw the green peppers and the mush. Just give me meat. Put it sausage, all that yeah, pepperoni. Yeah, yeah just do it all. Like we're we're yeah. There's no time for vegetables or fruit <laughs> on pizza. <laughs> it was just getting just away. No time for that. Yeah, love it, man. Um, and then this, this last question is probably going to be a little bit more of a longer one, but, um, craziest golf or drinking story. It could be both, but yeah. Craziest golf, golf or drinking story that you have. Oh, how much time do you have? (laughs) As much time as you got. Um, All right, this is a funny one. It's not too long. But, um, <laughs> so <laughs> I, can't, I haven't told this story in a while. Um, so we were all playing at the big Loman 
family get together, right? And uh, the tournament. <clears throat> and it's kind of, we were playing in uh, Pigeon Forge that year. The resort was called Bent Creek in Tennessee, up in the mountains. And uh, I don't remember what hole we were on, but it kind of got backed up. So all of us were kind of at the next hole together because, you know, it was slow play. And uh, so there was, I don't know, 10 or 12 of us right there. And my grandfather was standing next to his car. At this time, he's late 60s, early 70s probably. And my uncle Larry was on the tee box. And uh, we were just all standing on the tee box. And my granddad was kind of standing at the back of the golf cart just trying to figure out what club to hit, I guess, or whatever. And my uncle Larry cold shanks one right, like that way. And Larry's one of the better golfers of, of my dad's brothers. And it hits the brake on the golf cart oh. flush. Oh, my <laughs> God. <Awesome>. What? <laughs> I can still see it today. My granddad grabs a hold of his golf bag and tries to, st I mean, the cart was like this. It was on an incline. So it popped it and that cart started rolling. And my granddad started waddling after it and was holding on to his golf bag, literally like digging in his legs. And back then you wore metal spikes, right? So he oh. wore metal spikes and you can see sparks coming up <laughs> from his golf shoes. Cause he tried to hang on and he finally just let it go. And the cart was gone it was went all the way down to the in the fairway and yeah that us prop man we sat on top of that tee box and it felt like we laughed for hours and hours watching my grandfather try to chase down that cart um let's see i'm trying to think of a good drinking story man not that one's coming to mind. We can That's come back to it. That's yeah. We can if you if you think yeah, yeah. of something, something as we're going. Something pops in, in the head. I'll I'll I'll, I'll, come, I'll circle back to that. So something sure. that I wanted to get back to. Um, you know, you've obviously played golf a lot in a in different areas and everything. What is it that you think makes Myrtle Golf so special? Obviously, the weather's beautiful. It's perfect. Everything. But what about that area just makes it so? terrific to go down for a golf trip it's more than resort golf so you you have really good golf courses down here it's not I, I, it's not like going to a vacation city and the resort is based around a golf course we have a tourist city that has golf courses which we've got the best we've got mike strance has built two courses here uh, the die, uh, die, and his son have built courses here. Um, you, net Jack Nicholas, uh, Polly's Plantation, which is right down the road from me. Jack Nicholas built. Uh, Arnold Palmer's built four courses here. I mean, uh, it's just good golf, and it, it can it, it can be as hard or as easy as you want it to be. Uh, we've got some some courses that tip out to 7,300. I mean, uh, there's a there's a course up north that's called Tidewater, and 
and you can you can look this up. The golf riders uh, have nicknamed it the Pebble Beach of the East. It, it's that difficult of a golf no course. Whoa. Um, and, and what's what else is so good about golf here in Myrtle Beach is they cater to the juniors too. I think 16 and under paying with an adult is free. So, wow. you know, wow, that's, that's awesome. Yeah. So, you, you know, take your pick of what golf course you want. We have a, 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 it's called the legends and there's three, there's three courses. It's Heathland, Moreland, and I cannot think of the other course, but they're all three there together. It's all packed around golf villas. You never have to leave. Like right now, I think the deal's like less than 400 bucks and it's three rounds of golf, uh, your breakfast and your lunch is included, and then two beers at the bar each night. Now and we're talking. Wait, what? Yeah, it's crazy, man. Like, it's so, it's, it's so, like, that's what I tell people. It's so affordable to come here and play golf. And it's not crap golf either. It's really good golf courses. And you can find, and that's, that's what's so great. Like, you, people come down and, and like you can come down for years and never play the same golf course, which is that's that is also appealing to people. And it's just it's cheap's not the right word. Affordable is the right word. It's just super affordable. And it's a place where if your wife or your kids are the other way around, if the wife plays golf and the husband doesn't, there's still things to do for them. And there's a lot of things to do, like. I don't know. I, I, I just think Myrtle Beach, when it says golf capital of the world, I believe it. I, it's just the there's something, too, about southern hospitality in these golf courses and in these uh, pro shops. You, you really get that feeling. Like, there's a – the golf course where I play a lot of my golf, it's a Mike Strand's design. It's called Caledonia Golf and Fish Club. Yep. and uh, That's on my list. Yeah. Yeah, we'll get down here. We'll get it hooked up for sure. Oh uh, yeah, man. So like, in the uh, when you make the turn there, there's an old gentleman and he's uh, he's out there at the, his little shack and he's making um, some kind of fish stew or clam chowder and you get a free bowl of it as you make the turn. So I mean, it's just little things like that that just take take it to the next level and. What's really cool, like at Caledonia and True Blue, which are both Mike Strantz courses, it's it's just, this is what's really fun, and you'll you'll have to come down and experience. Like at Caledonia, eighteen is a forced carry over water, and the eighteenth green backs up to the clubhouse, the restaurant. So you've got this deck, and in the spring and summer and early fall. It's packed out there with people eating that have just got done playing or whatever. And there's bets being made on the people out there. Are they going to cover? Are they going to hit the green? And then if you hit the green, everyone claps. If you go on the water, everyone boos. I mean, it really puts pressure on you from the <laughs> fairway because you see all these people up there on the deck watching you come in. And you're like, oh, my gosh. I mean, it kind of gives you a sense of maybe what those guys on tour go through because you've got this legit yeah. gallery watching you hit golf balls while they eat lunch and you're like oh man i hope i put a good move on this and I, that's like i'm like oh lord please just let me get it over the water we'll figure it out once it's over the water <laughs> but you know 
but it, that's I don't know the southern hospitality. The food down here is amazing. Um, I don't know the nightlife down here is fun if you're into that. We down just below us we have this place called the Marsh Walk, which it's literally just a bridge that goes the length of the marsh. There's like 13 or 14 restaurants. It's got a beer garden. There's live music like crazy. Um, it's just it's just a lot of fun. Like it's not just golf. It's I'm everything. Starting to think else I belong down there. Come on, man! I don't know why. Like I don't know why. Like I like Katie and I have always joked. We're like, well, we'll retire down there because our family owns a condo down here. We've always vacationed down here, and then the opportunity came up, like for me to move. And you know, I never thought I'd be down here permanently this early in life. But when the opportunity, you know, presented itself, we were it was not a hard decision so to make. Where were where were you living before Myrtle Beach? So we uh, we lived up in the uh, Jamestown Sedgefield area in Greensboro, North Carolina, where they play the Wyndham. Uh, that's yep. that's the area we lived in. Yeah, we used to go to that tournament every year. And what made you guys move down to Myrtle? Work, my day, my day job. <laughs> yeah, so I had the opportunity. We did a with the company I'm with. We did a coastal expansion from Fayetteville, North Carolina, down to Savannah, Georgia. And uh, so, yeah, I'm kind of in charge of that. And so Myrtle Beach is the central point. So we moved down here to Myrtle's Inlet. So Charleston, just to kind of give you an idea where I'm at, Myrtle's Inlet is a little bit south of Myrtle Beach, you know, seven, ten miles. About an hour and a half down the road is Charleston uh, for me and then – you know, we have North Myrtle and Shalote moving up into North Carolina. So, yeah, it's a great spot. It's a great spot to raise a family. It's a great spot to take a vacation. It's a great spot to play golf. I mean, I'm really lucky to have everything in my backyard to practice and get better and, and host people. And and it's, it's I don't take it for granted that, that no, I get to live I mean, where I live. It, it sounds like it's absolutely living the dream down there. Um do you do? You, would you be able to name a top five course for you down there? Like, what are your top five courses that in a that top area? Top five in no particular order. Uh, Caledonia no. Golf and Fish Club is. That, I mean, that's just you. You have to play that golf course when you come down here. You just have to. Um, Polly's Plantation, Jack Nicholas Course, the. Just the, the way Jack was able to move the earth to get poles built on marshland, his eye to be able to see that before it ever happened amazes me. Uh, they, there's a hole out there. I think it's number 13. It's called the long. It's called the shortest par five on the Grand Strand. It's about a 113-yard par three. It's a peninsula green. You've got water coming off the. You got wind coming off the ocean. If it's if it's blowing hard, the ball could come literally almost back to you. Uh, it's one of those. It's it's one of those. You kind of like, and you think you've got the right yardage, and then you get a gust of wind, and you're short, or the wind's blowing, and then it stops, and then you're long. Uh, it, it's it's got that nickname for a reason. So Polly's Plantation is definitely on there. There's another. Um, the Heritage Club, 
which I'm very good friends with um, Jim Huntoon, who's the uh, superintendent out there. Heritage Club was built on a um, old rice plantation, 3,000 acre rice plantation. And some of the hardest green complexes I've ever putted on in my life. Like uh, those, those, that, that golf course is so good. Every bit of it. Um, I can't, I can't get enough of that golf course. Uh, so that would be three. Let's see. Toddwater up North. Uh, love that golf course. Probably, probably the hardest golf course in my mind on Myrtle Beach, in the Myrtle Beach area. Um, yeah, that's a really good golf course. Um, and every, every hole out there has a nickname. So if every hole has a nickname, it's probably a pretty good golf course. Yeah. Um, (laughs) let's see. So that's four, right? Yep. Oh, probably this little, there's a, there's a little hidden gem right over here next to me called Blackmore. It's a Gary player design. Some of the smallest, some of the smallest greens you'll ever hit into. Fast greens, a lot of risk reward, a couple of split fairway par fours where it's small gaps, but you can get home in one or you can take the safe route. Uh, yeah, love Blackmore. I practice out there a lot. They have a great range, a great short game area. Uh, the wildlife out there is amazing with the with the birds and, and there's there's a lot of alligators out here and it would probably Blackmore and TPC Myrtle Beach I'd have to say top six in no particular order uh, TPC I tell everybody that if you want to experience a a pro golf course you need to come check out TPC and it's Dustin Johnson's home course he has a great he has a great facility out here, a great practice facility. Um, they have a players-only locker room that they let you go in and check out. Um, that's where DJ has a big, huge World Junior event every year down here at that golf course. Uh, it's it's They used to have a senior tour event there uh, for, I don't know, for a long time they had a champions event there. Um, it's, it's hard, man. It is a hard golf – it's – it's 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 just really good. Is it is it not full private? TPC? No. Oh wow. You can be a member. You can be a member, but um, no, you can do a package deal. Like if you're booking a vacation, and TPC can be included in your package deal. Oh okay, that's oh. awesome. Yeah, it's I like I I am um, so they have different things down here for local people. Like I was going to become a member of TPC, and then I was told about well you're a local so. There's a there's a if you live inside of Horry County, which is the county I live in, you can pay this certain amount of money a month, and then you get basically six fifty to seventy percent off a round, whatever round you play, and then you build up points, and then you get free rounds, and then I'm able to offer that, and this is what's cool when people come down and play. If you play with me, you get the same deal as me, mm, up to four. Yeah, that's a nice perk. Yeah, so like, so like True Blue right, True Blue right now, I think is a hundred and fifteen dollars around in the dead of winter. I think it costs oh, me wow. fifty eight dollars to play. Wow! And so like, if you two were coming to play with me, you would pay that rate as well. The fifty. Okay. So. Wow. Yeah, it's 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 a solid deal. So, 
you are basically Mr. Myrtle Beach down there as far as getting yeah. everyone discounts. Um, yeah. So, so, yeah, it's it's really cool. Like, and um, playgolfmyrtlebeach.com, that's mm-hmm. where you need to go to get you. If, if you're planning a trip, use them. They, they'll, they'll, they'll find you the best deals, and their websites tell you, like, hey, this course is being aerated this, this week. And so you're not – there's no, mm-hmm. like – you know, it's just, they they really do a good job. Their Instagram play, their Instagram page, My Myrtle Beach Golf, uh, is a great is a great page. I'm a big supporter of those guys. They're a big supporter of me, and and uh, yeah. So if anyone has any questions after listening to this podcast, I can point you in the right direction. Or and that's what. <clears throat> so some people come down and they they're hang on, I just dropped my earbud. Yep. They come down, yeah. but no, but nobody. Um, they're the only one playing golf, right? So they're just down here on vacation, right? And uh, so that's where I can help out the most. Uh, is, is is they're just looking to play one day? You know, you can just we just go play, and you can you can play with my discount, all that. Which is awesome, and that's that's really cool because it being a tourist town, like you're saying, there's a lot of people that are probably going down there with families on family vacation. Um, on the, on the golf and like culture side of things, is there, is there a certain time of year? Is there a certain area down there that, you know, you would recommend people come down this time of year, stay in this area? Um, you know, as far as that goes, making the most out of your trip. I'm partial to the South end down here in Merle's Inlet, Pauly's Island. Uh, it's a little bit slower, but yet it's, it, you're close enough. If you want to go and, and, and get naughty up in Myrtle Beach, you can. Um, <clears throat> I think a lot of the best restaurants are down here at, in, uh, in Myrtle's Inlet and Pauly's Island. That's where the Marsh Walk is. and uh, it, it's, it's just a really cool place to be. Um, but, no, like up on the north end, like I would say the best time, the best time to come and play is – March, April, May, you know, the, now that's going to be your most expensive time to come and play because it's not 800 degrees down here. Like, but I don't mind sweating. If you, you can get a really good deal in July down here because it's hot as balls down here. Um, and, and you can, you, if you don't mind sweating it out, then you can get a really good deal. And then um, into September through November, is another considered prom time, I guess, just because it's the weather's perfect down here. It's still 70 degrees in November, um, but there's no humidity. Uh, so that's a really good time to, to come and play. And like I was telling you, with that, with that website, you can literally get a quote, type in all the different courses you want to play, the dates you want to do it. I think they'll even include your replay rates if you'd like want to do 36 in a, in a day and stuff like that. Um, yeah, like that that that's that's the way to go if you're looking to plan a trip. But it, it's all good, man. Like the north end's good. The the middle of the I would I would say if you're looking to stay somewhere, I would stay out of the middle of Myrtle Beach. Like because yeah. there's, no, there's not really any golf courses there anyway. So you want to be up on the north end, Cherry Grove area, or you want to be kind of down on my end, South Myrtle, uh, Polly's Island, Myrtle's Inlet. Um, it, it, 
and they're going they're going to when you book a package they'll tell you you know the best like if you if you book at the legends up in the north end you're going to stay on their property in a golf villa so that's that's the way to go with and literally with the legends you don't ever have to leave like they have a shuttle that can show you around to the they have two restaurants on site uh they can come pick you up to take you to the golf course you know um i would say barefoot landing i didn't even mention barefoot landing they have four golf courses my in-laws live out at barefoot they have a dock course uh norman course love course and uh i can't remember the other architect they have four golf courses and they have a you can stay out there and and then you can go down to the Barefoot Landing at night where they have Lulu's Cafe, which is Jimmy Buffett's sister's restaurant. Um, <laughs> and uh, really cool night. House of Blues is at Barefoot, uh, which I just saw where they're opening back up. and They're going to start doing shows with uh, social distance. I'm not sure how you social distance in a House of Blues <laughs> concert hall. No idea. Not <laughs> whatever. Live music. <laughs> I'm all about it. So Yeah, man. Um, no, I love love all the information it, it, like i definitely want to make a trip down there at some point you know whether it's you know more towards the end of 2021 or you know uh yeah. 20, next year 2022 uh kind of wrapping up here well, that's another, i would that's love the, to go ahead go ahead that's another cool thing about what's going on down like they're not they they know covid's real they they know that they're taking all mm. the correct parameters and that's the thing about Myrtle Beach golf. If, if you if you're playing as a twosome in prom time season, you're going to get paired with two other people. It's just the way it is. Just because there's so many people down here playing golf. But if you don't feel comfortable riding with someone, they will put you in your own cart. So they're not they're not just jamming you with people you don't know, and they're not like you know. Um, so they're really taking, and I've really been impressed with with how they've handled it. You know because. It sucks. It's here. We got to figure does. out a way to get around it. But yeah, you know, I, I think I think the numbers show golf is has really had a spike because of COVID, as far as it people has. getting back into it or even starting it for the first time. So uh, I guess in that regards, it's it's been great. And I've talked to some of the superintendents and some of the the package guys down here. <clears throat> you, you know, back when COVID hit, like. Everything just stopped, like, because no one knew what was going to happen, right? Like, like they they were they were refunding money because people weren't like allowed to leave the state to come down here and play golf. <clears throat> so, the local play down here really picked up, and now we're kind of back on track. Well, we've been kind of back on track. Uh, it, it's really been cool how the courses here have adapted and have have made the best of it. And uh, so, yeah, I'm super impressed. So if anybody has – that's another thing. Uh, if you go on that website, the, uh, the MyrtleBeachGolf.com, they, they tell you everything they're doing. They're, they're showing videos. They're posting videos of how they're making sure people are taken care of and all that jazz. And, and it's – it's I don't know. It's, you don't have to be scared to come play golf in South Carolina, especially yeah. in Myrtle Beach. No, I love that. And and I love all the all the things that you mentioned and everything and everything that they're doing to kind of like, you know, be responsible about the pandemic. Um, kind of wrapping up here, I, I did want to get some insight yeah. on you. 
Uh, this is the last question that we always ask all our guests is what is one thing that you think the game of golf could improve on? Could improve on? Yeah. Man. <laughs> it's a tough one, man. There's a lot. It's people, people that have the power to make decisions and, and do things for this game need to make people that don't realize anybody can play this game can play this game. This game is not about whether you make this amount of money. I don't think back in the day was golf a privileged sport. Absolutely it was. And I think that's a lot how kind of, you know, you played golf because your parents were a member somewhere, right? Like way back in the day. That's that's what it was all about. I think that are we moving the right way? Sure, but I think there's a lot more that can be done to let people know that anybody can play the game of golf. It's not for a certain person. It's not for a certain color. It's not for a certain creed. It's not for a certain dollar amount in your bank account. Anyone can pick up a golf club. Anyone can buy a used golf ball. Anyone can go to the local muni and start banging balls. And I think we've got to do a better job of letting people know that. And I take – now I respect the game. I love the game. I, I, I love the history of the game. I love everything about the game of golf. If I'm playing in a tournament, you know, if I'm playing with my boys, I'll be out there with a Hawaiian shirt on, sometimes not even wearing shoes. You know, just having a good time. I don't disrespect the game, though. But people need to know, I don't give a shit if you wear a hoodie on the golf course or not. I don't care. Nope. It's not what it's not about. I mean, it's, it's, let's, let's, let's just go play golf. There, there's, there's, there's enough. I, I think, I want to sound, this sounds horrible, but you know, I'm going to say it anyway. I think some of those people are finally starting to die off. They give a shit about that. Um, and you're going to see a new wave of people that fall in love with the game of golf uh, because it's more accessible. They see a guy like me with a Hawaiian shirt, with a vice golf hat on, with a beard that probably in 1950 or 60 was probably not even allowed in a pro shop if he had facial hair. Right? So um, right. Got, I've got to do a better job of letting other people know that this game is for, I don't care how old you are, what color your skin is, you can play golf, and we can find you a place to play golf. I think that we've got to – I think we're on the right track. I really do. Uh, I think it needs to move a little bit faster. Uh, Coming – like – Playing basketball at a very high level, it was kind of flop, right? Like, there was more black athletes I was playing against than there were white athletes. So I I, mm-hmm. I kind of see both ways. Like, I see what maybe African Americans deal with, are scared of, or worried about going to a golf course. And I hate that there's still that stigma there 
but they yeah, just can't go play too. golf and not worry about it. Because I've got black friends that play golf, and I don't know. It's not just – I don't know. It's such a good game, and I want everyone to play it. You know, I just want – Dude, Everyone same man. Be a part of it. Yeah, man, same. That's liter- that's literally our mission is just to try and open up the game to everyone and everyone to understand that like, you know, we should all be playing. We sh- we can all play and I think I think part of it too and we've talked about this before is that you know, it's okay to be playing at, you know, your local course. Like that's some of the best golf that you'll end up playing. And we need to stop looking down on people that are doing that and trying. I played here or there. Who cares? Like that's cool. That's a good experience. But let's let's celebrate the fact right, that everyone's so playing and to, having a good time. Just to piggyback on that, I was listening to I cannot remember who they were talking to, but I was listening to a No Laying Up podcast the other day, and he was an African American golfer, and he was talking about, and they were talking about the white and mm-hmm. black issue, and this is where I hope we get to him. It wasn't about beating a white guy or a black guy. It was about being the best golfer, right? It's it's like it's it's about the competition. It's about, yeah. and I think that we can we can try to bring that gap together to where it's not about skin color, but it's about the golf ball. It's about the course. It's about the camaraderie. It's about just just. And if you look at the if you look at the rules of golf and, and what golf teaches you about how to be, uh, you got. I mean, it's the only sport where you call a penalty on yourself, right? There's no other sport we play that you do that. So there's a lot of life lessons in that right there. Um, I, I just think I think that we can do a better job of of growing the game that way. It, 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 and that's why I tell everybody, I don't care if you're 25 handicap. I don't care if you're a plus three. Let's go play golf because there's something about getting out there on that course and you're out there and you've got 150 yards in and this guy's a 25 handicap and he happens to flush it and he knocks it to three or four feet and he looks back at me and I look at him and he's got this grin on his face from ear to ear because he just hit the shot of his life. That's what it's about. That's what it's about. And at that point, at that Hell point yeah. on the golf course, nothing else matters. It's about that moment and sharing that moment and having that memory. So I don't know why we have to worry about the color of someone's skin when we're always trying to get to that moment. But we have to do a better job across the board of, of helping yeah, man. of helping educate yeah, man. people that golf is for everybody. Everyone needs to play it. Everyone needs to try it if they want to, right? So, I don't know. Sorry, that's a little soapboxy there. Yeah. No, dude. No, we appreciate it. And like Justin said, that's exactly what we're trying to do. Um but yeah, man, we appreciate you being with us here today. We appreciate all the insight. Uh, everybody listening, please go make sure to check out the Salty Golfer on Instagram. Go check out his merch. He's got some great stuff. Uh, until next time. Yeah, thanks, thanks, guys. Appreciate you.